It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All on Nico Samedo. We hit record. Oh, man's done his job. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Planet FPL, the world where everything revolves around fancy Premier League. My name's Serge. And my name is Clayton. It is. There's uh, no James. There's no James. James is out of action. So Is this a, is this a first? Main um, pod? No James? This must be a first. I can't imagine James hasn't been on a main pod. I'm going to say yes. In seven seasons. I'm going to say yes. Damn. I'm going to say yes. Uh, so we've just lost 80% of our listeners. <laughs> yeah. They just switched that shit off. Oh, fuck it. Uh, no. Stick around and listen because James uh, has sent us some notes through on the games <laughs> that he's watched. The first thought, like, first, like, James is, is uh, done his back in. And if you head over to x.com forward slash planetfpl pod, you'll see James posting about his back. Uh, go and give him a shout out there. But yes. Uh, who knows? He'll be back soon, but um, we may conquer the world without him. Monster. So, you know, uh, he may never be back. We may do such a good job that I can um, get the ink printed on the P45. Nah. So James has sent some notes in, so we're going to cover through some of the games. For my first thought when he was like, oh, okay, I'm not going to record this. Like, shit, I might have to watch some football now. <laughs> might have to watch some of these games now because James usually carries the water when it comes to, to watching the yeah, games. Indeed, yeah. um, but... He did indeed from uh, from his resting place, wherever it may be, has uh, managed to, to watch a few of them. Uh, we'll cover off all of the end of this uh, ridiculous double game week 25. How did you finish off? Uh, oh, do we have to? Can I start then? Uh, now let's go bottom up. Okay. Which means, yes, it will be me. So I only ended up on 73 points, which is... Oh, sorry, 75 points, the which is particularly triple bad. Captain. Triple captain Holland, did you? Yeah, I triple yeah. captain him as well. Everybody, like, obviously a lot of people triple captain him. I say everybody triple captain him. Um, but I had no return. So I made, I took a hit as well on that 75. I bought in Kelleher and Moreno for Trent and uh, Dubravka. Moreno nearly, well, he scored, but it was ruled offside. So well, very different. yeah, and obviously Kelleher, the, in the, against uh, Brentford, they conceded relatively late, 70, 75 minutes. Yeah. Yesterday, obviously, Luton took the lead. Um, he ended up with five points, so two more than Ariola, but wasn't really justifying the hit. So the hit didn't pay off. I did think, though, with Kelleher, being that it's a double game week, like if there's ever a time that a hit's going to pay off with a goalkeeper, I just need one clean sheet. And I didn't expect Ariola to keep a clean sheet. So, um, and Nord Dubravka, to be honest with you. So I thought, look, if there's ever a time to take a hit for a keeper then this is the time to do it. Yeah. Uh, in addition to that, I'm skint, yeah, by the way. So, uh, 100 and my... Well, it's 97 point. I've got 5.3 in the bank, so that's what... That is not the definition of skint I had in my head. 103.2 <laughs> million is my squad value completely, okay. which is quite low compared to people in the 104s and 5s. That couple of million makes a big difference. So, taking Kelleher over Dubravka banked me 0.4 million, which... Yeah. Um, further down the road gave me enough money to maybe go Jota to Salah. You can do that. 
yes. Oh, okay. I got five point yeah, three yeah. in the bank. I just yeah, work out with my head. The five point something in the bank. So I was kind of like, just get it done because yeah. at least it gives me some options down the road. Didn't work out. I went with Moreno just for the upside. Like yeah. his attacking threat is crazy. Uh, James did mention that maybe with. Uh, Luca Dean available and um, a bit of chopping and changing. Pat Torres obviously back in the Villa team. That is it. Is it a safe pick? But Luca Dean versus Alex Moreno in no competition. No, I don't think so. Either. Ain't I no think competition. Most Villa fans yeah. would agree with you though. So I thought let's go for it. And I needed a twenty-nine. Give me yep. twenty-nine player, right? So, so strategy wise, your I don't have transferring one. your way through. Yeah, free transfer no, my way through. Right now, as it stands, I have uh, two Villa, okay. Moreno and Watkins. I've got Thomas Socek. Uh, I've got one Spurs in Richarlison. So I've got one, two, three, four players at the moment. Sure. Okay. Uh, sorry, Ariola. Yeah, five players. He's going to get at that the clean moment, sheet as it stands, and I'm working towards players that are going to be playing in in game week 29. Um, I'll be probably taking a hit this week as well. Oh, I'm a 50-50 on whether or not I'm going to take a hit this week. But yeah, 75 points is pony, mate, for this week. What what did that do for your overall rank? Uh, usual red arrow. Yeah. I am back down to 1.1 million. I had five green arrows in a row. I've now had four red arrows in a row. So in the notes James sent us, he said, according to Live FPL, the average for double game week 20." Five in the top 10k of people that use triple captain was 89 in the top 10k and 82 overall. Yeah, That's so well below, point. well below average um, for that. Like well below the overall average, uh, which average of 73, 75. Yeah. If you factor in dead teams and all that, yeah, rubbish game week. We move on. Uh, let's just shout out James uh, Nico somehow put his team on screen 87, also with a minus four, but that was a green arrow for him. Yeah, just about three k. Yeah. So he's gone up to 272k. Um, which I'm sure he'll be happy with. I feel like um, I should have pulled his team up on screen, shouldn't I, before we... Uh, that would probably help, yeah. James Ledley's Kings. There he is. Uh, Dubravka in goal. He played for a two-pointer. He had uh, Gabriel in defence and Saka. I think those two made a, a difference for yeah. him over me. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously that's going to help, isn't it? So, yeah. You, on the other hand... I'm flying, sir. Nosebleed territory. Uh, have you ever and, been this high? Uh, <laughs> out of context, I could answer that in very different ways. Have you ever been this high? But in fantasy football, yes, I have been this high before. Oh, I, fi okay. I finished 21k before. Okay. I okay. Um, finished 33k last year, so I had some nosebleeds. Did you finished 33k last I year? Did, yeah. I didn't know that. I've uh, got quite good at this game. And uh, some people replied to me after the main pod on Monday... I didn't realise you can actually check your game week history on the app, so thank you everyone for that. Uh, game week or, or lifetime? Game week history. Yeah, I um yeah. I didn't realise you could do that on the app. Apparently, when I never you, use the app. I use yeah. the mobile website. But yeah. um yeah, I'm um I'm flying at the minute. So. Hundred and five, hundred club. Yeah, hundred club, hundred and five. I took a four point hit. Uh, my transfers were I took a minus four to move off my triple Arsenal defence. Because I wanted Saka, Finally, basically. okay, yeah, yeah. Finally. I um, yeah, I spoke about this on the main pod, so main pod, so I won't talk about it again. But just wanted a bit of Saka really going forward, and as a result of the minus four to move off Raya, I bought in Edison, who somehow got his way to five points in the first game against Chelsea um, with save bonus and stuff, and then obviously a clean sheet against Brentford. So nice yeah, eleven decent. points there. Double Arsenal defence coming in with six. Bradley was another part of the transfer. Just money for down the line he was a cheap player I thought would play yeah twice. I think he was a decent shout to be honest with you if he almost got an assist last night as well I would have I would have if I if you obviously for the blank I would have otherwise I would have gone Bradley I think yeah he's a decent shout but yeah flying and um I'm pretty chill with my strategy as well I've, I've noticed a shift in the FPL Twitter community anyway where I feel like a couple of weeks ago a lot of people were looking at saving the free hits and just using free transfers to get to 29 we're seeing a little bit of a shift towards free hit 29 at the minute but I'm still same as you I want to save my free thing hit. is <sighs> FA Cup yeah exactly FA Cup the bottom line is now I think uh, Jamis would agree as well right after this week so before 27 we will know more about 29 yeah, and that will change it all. So we're talking about 
um, making a decision about when you're going to use the chip or what your strategy is off the back of one game week. Yeah. Like, for me, it's a case of just hold it through. I've got uh, 10 players for this week. Um, Same. Yeah. I've got nine players because one of my 10 players is big, tasty Jamal ourselves. Okay. So he ain't played for God knows how long, no. right? And I he's away. Shah's, anyway. Shah's back in training anyway. Yeah. So Jota and Lascelles, yeah, they ain't going to play. So I'm, I'm down to nine. I can make one free transfer, which I will. I'll move Jota on. Yep. Where are you thinking of going? I don't know if it's worth a hit for Lascelles. For Lascelles? As in to take a hit to move Lascelles yeah, on to I'd... get another defender. Depends to give myself it. 11 players, I don't think it's going to be worth it. Do you know that? Uh, if it's to get yourself 11, it could be, depending on where you go in. But if you where, get, if where you would you go? a fixture from someone. Yeah, I mean, James is talking about holding Jota through just to get that little bit more information before we get to 27 and what we're going to do with him. Uh, the player I would probably buy, and this is very bad logic, so I don't think it's um, recommended for everybody else, is uh, Marcus Senesai. Okay, yeah, Bournemouth. Yeah, they've got the double and the, and then maybe there's a chance that they'll play um, in uh, in 29 as well. I think so that's a high likelihood of a blank, according to... As a, the, yeah. Who are they playing? And they're playing Forest. Uh, in 29, it would be Wolves away. Mm. But then that's a blank if Wolves beat Brighton or if Bournemouth beat Leicester in the Cup. Right. So... Uh, 60%, 70% maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's what that's a consideration to think about or I just go cheap somewhere else um, if I was to go to Senesai it doesn't leave me enough money for uh, Salah though well if you're looking at Jota going there then that probably makes more sense to like you say just wait for the FA Cup then you'll still be able to get in for Bournemouth stubble right like yeah so it's like okay I can make the move now give myself a player for 26 or I can hold for 27 and only have 9 players but the, the players that I'll have in 27, 28, 29 might be more useful to me yeah uh, and obviously, the thing is, there's a um, bookmarked transfer, which is Alvarez to Solanke, which yep. I think, fine. Uh, you've everyone's got it, everyone's got that, it, yeah. yeah. So, like, I'm already one transfer out yep. from my free transfer. You're doing that this 29. week, then? Or are you nah, going to wait? Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Nah. I heard on uh, on another show, shout out to Adam and Baker, did you know that Alvarez, Julian Alvarez, this is a city, he's the only player in their team to have started all 25 league games? Is it? No, I didn't know that. And Damn. everyone's thinking like he's the one that's going to get dropped at any given time. But the data says otherwise. Well, the only player fit, to have started all twenty-five league games. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, madness, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, selling Alvarez seems right, but with that stat, seems wrong. Yeah, and Bournemouth away, like even though Bournemouth are a better outfit than they were earlier in the season, I still. Would like City attacking coverage there to add to Holland. So, how yeah. do you feel about Holland's uh, triple captain ten it's, points? It's fine. Like it's yeah. I, I'll be honest. I'm underwhelmed, but I think if you told me, but like, what was it? The stats. James yeah, gave us yeah, some yeah. stats, don't, right? Don't don't bowl that one out. If I said to you he's going to score ten points before the end of the in the double game week, would you still triple captain him? Uh, possibly not. You know, uh, you'd go with the Solanke double, uh, maybe. I'm not someone that judges my stuff on outcomes. And like, I, I saw the highlights and stuff. He had chances. Yeah. So yeah, if like you told 15 me that, shots, right? Okay, so if you told me that... And if I said she's going to have 15 shots with an extra 2.44, will you triple captain him? Yes, that's the if thing. I said she's going to score 10 points. Possibly not. you triple captain him? But that's because, yeah, outcome versus the process, right? And yeah. What about you? I think we always say, uh, if you look at the value of the chips, the f- bench boost... You've got eight, uh, four players on your bench. Yep. And in double gaming, that's eight fixtures, two points. That's 16 points yeah. on appearance points. So the benchmark for that is 16. For triple captain, we always say 10 points yep. is your benchmark. Tripled up, so you get an extra 10 points is probably par for the course. Free hit varies because yeah. it's whether or not you're using it aggressively in a double game week or defensively in a blank game week. But benchmark par for the course for triple captain we've said it time and time again on the show is 10 points yeah i think it, people and we've got are just, 10 points people are just underwhelmed because of yeah. who it is right but we have yeah. uh sometimes we have short memories and sometimes we have long memories and the problem is in the last 
two, three seasons with triple captains, we've had some ridiculous hauls. Like, we'll remember, Holland's done all right in triple captain. Shout out Andy Martin. KDB, Trent's done all right. Loads of people have done all right. Yeah. So it's one of those where you look back at it and you compare it to KDB's pony, but you look at it uh, against other players, it's fine. It's annoying because he wasn't my highest point scorer in my team. Uh, Watkins was this yeah. week um, and sometimes it's uh, double game week do it's a double game week for four teams so we go into it thinking oh it's a big double game week it's not really a big double game week and if you've got four teams with a double game week more often than not two of those teams you disregard yeah because they're playing a better team so it ends up being a double game week for two yeah teams and in the end like obviously the that James put together the free hit team of doublers that would have got the most points. Okay. And there isn't anyone in there that you would have put in your team. No? Go on, who? What's there, the, maybe Carl Walker. Flecken in goal. Okay. You wouldn't have gone with Flecken. No. Nah. Uh, Sorry. No. The reason Flecken's got more points than uh, Edison is because Akanji and Walker are in there, sure. yeah? So, obviously, yeah, these are not the most point scorers. This is the team that you would be able to put together. Flecken in goal. Mm-hmm. Walker, Akanji, Region. Yeah, just Walker there. McAllister. No. Rodri. Mm, possibly. Possibly? I think some, some people... Over speak, the likes of Foden, KDB, Holland. Yeah, no, Come on, you can only have three City, yeah. yeah. Rodri isn't going to be in your top five City assets. Luis Diaz, I yeah. think, may be a consideration. Chong, nah. <laughs> Gakpo, you would not put Gakpo ahead uh, of Nunez. Ogbené, uh, some went there, I think, and more the point. Ogbené's playing right, right wing back or whatever. Maybe he's a right winger a bit now, but he's a forward in this game. Yeah, and Carlton Morris. Yeah, but obviously a lot. It's triple Luton in the free hit team of the week when they were away at Liverpool yeah. and a lot of people got unlucky with obviously Jota I think a lot of people would have injuries gone mate decimated decimated security yeah um, yeah it's just that's the way it goes in double game weeks yeah so here's a here's one for you yeah. free hit if you were free hitting this week you'd go double right you'd, you'd, you'd steam into double last week you'd steam into doubles what's the overall average for free hitters by the way you said it I'm guessing low 73 points, right? Yeah. Which is the average overall. That's for free hitters. The same as the regular average, yeah, so which includes no, all the dead teams. No People that use no chip. Top 10K, 77, and overall 72. So okay. people that have used no chip have outscored in the top 10K, have outscored free hitters on the double. Yeah. It's just going to show what a pony... Use. But, again... Double game week it was, right? So... Yeah, it's uh it's not been a exciting double game week no. to be honest with you. And uh I'm yeah, as roll I'm, on I'm, the I'm, one in twenty eight when Solanke goes and scores a hat trick. Yeah, but again, like don't get so gassed up. It's one it's two teams with a double, Luton and Bournemouth. Yeah. It's like double game week. Double game week for me is like thirty four, thirty seven when there's big doubles. I don't feel I never feel like double game week is crazy. Or if one, two teams are missing out blank game week, I just feel like it's uh that that's a that's a good point about why I never use my free. I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called the, the Deal. deal. Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. 
The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hit in a blank, though, because I just, I just don't... This is vibes, right? There's no yeah. like, optimal thinking here, but if it's a blank game week... I'm thinking, what is the ceiling of what I can get from a free hit here? Yeah, blank game weeks usually is not about how many, it's about who. Yeah. Cover off the four or five most owned, most effective players, you'll, you'll be fine, um, as opposed to get 11. Um, yeah. That's what that's the philosophy usually around blank game weeks, and that's what's what we're going to find for, for 29. That's what we need to try and figure out and work towards. But uh, James said it, I reiterate, there, there will be some upsets in the cup. Yeah, next week, and then things will go go quite differently. So the reality is, like, don't go early for twenty seven. If you can stomach rolling for twenty six, and just field nine or ten, do yeah, it. Get more information. Yeah, exactly. I mean, of my three, three are City players. Like, they're the best team in the league, right? I've got a move staring me in the face. To be fair, I've What's got that because I've got ten players. I'm happy with most of them. John um, Jota. Uh, I don't, but I own Darwin. <laughs> okay. And I'm thinking, I'm just going to go to Solanke yeah, this week. Yeah, I would yeah, get I that like done. That's a move. Get it done. Staring me in the face. Just get it get done. It on. You're going to do it next week anyway, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. take the points now. Get it done. Simple as that. James is considering Alvarez to Solanke. Okay. Um, but he's likely to roll, to be honest with you. Sure. Um, and he's going to sit on Jota to figure out what's happening for 29 before he potentially rolls. I think, yeah, I can understand why. Why he would want to do that. Makes sense. Yeah, keep it tight. There is going to be, listeners, a chip pod next Thursday, uh, which is uh, the 29th of Feb. Leap year this year. Oh, yeah. Ain't leaping for joy. Maybe my FPL team, but there's a leap year. So next Thursday is going to be a chip pod because we will have had all of the results from the FA Cup and we'll know kind of what the landscape is like yep. um, then. So if you're kind of, what do I do? What do I do? Sometimes it's better to do nothing. Just hold tight because we will cover it off next week. Um, when James is back if not it's just going to be you and me eating chips <laughs> chip pods are going to be chips. eating <laughs> chips as opposed to anything else um, it's definitely going to be eating Big Macs no I think you. if you see another oh, Big Mac you'll Big throw Macs. up yeah thinking about it just uh, we ate four Big Macs me and James for Patreons last week for anybody that didn't catch that want more content like that patreon.com forward slash planet fpl mukbang eating eating burgers but yeah chip pod next thursday the 29th shall we talk about the three games that we had this week and then we can jump on uh x and see if we've had any decent questions everton one palace one firstly new manager yeah oliver glasner has taken over at palace i think um People expected this announcement right after what happened with Roy Hodgson at the back end of last week. It felt yeah. like a convenient and uh, easy way to just introduce a new manager now. He's been around for, for a while, hasn't he? And hopefully Roy is all, all well and what have you. But, um, yeah. It was literally the scoreline I think most people would predict as well. One all. I would have predicted nil-nil. Okay, yeah. It, if I'm honest with you. I, I do think, like, the, the thing with Everton is that... Um, because of, prior to the points deduction, the narrative was, oh, well, if they hadn't had the points deduction, they'd be well clear. And you're right, they would be, right? They'd be, they'd, but right now, they're a joint on um, 20 points with Luton, who yeah. dropped into the relegation zone. So if they didn't have the, that 10-point deduction, they'd be on 30 points. They'd so be 12. 12. Wow. But their form, since they've had the points deduction, hasn't done anything to drag them particularly away from no. it. Um, there's draws in there, right? They've drawn four of the last five. Uh, so they are still chipping away, whereas the likes of Burnley and Sheffield United, they have too many losses. Luton are now on the on a three-game losing run, despite everyone saying how great they're playing and what have you, right? So it is a bit of a, a tricky run for for Everton. Um, yeah, I, this I was struggle a game to that find them. They probably would have been looking at thinking got to win this as well like with the nature of what's been going on at Palace recently as well so I think they'll be disappointed yep definitely Uh, Palace shifted to a back three James is in the room he's in the room Palace shifted (laughs) to a back three so he's James's view is that that Glasner will be a 3-4-2-1 
manager. So you got three, which can also be a five-two-two-one. It depends. Yeah. We got wing backs there with three centre backs, right? So what does that mean? Tyrek Mitchell on one side, who would he use as a wing back on the other side? But I like the idea of like if it, if it then means Eze and Elise are two behind a striker. Yeah, that gets the best out of them as well. I, I don't know if it does, but but it definitely it is exciting. Areas. Yeah, because yeah, Elise is very dangerous. I think Eze, yes, definitely. I like to see Eze more centrally. Elise yeah. does really well on the wing. True, he chips in with goals and assists from the wing quite well. So if he's coming in a little bit more centrally, yeah, sure, maybe he does like to cut in and finish with his left, Elise. So yeah, m- maybe that will give him a little bit more attacking threat. But I think if they're going to play that like a three-four-two-one, you're reliant on your wing backs to provide your wits. Um, I haven't never seen Tyrek Mitchell as a potential wing back. Uh, I think I have. He's he tackles. He's good defensively. I don't know if he's gonna be. I don't know if he's gonna be like uh, a marauding left nah, back. Like I don't. I don't think like so. our good friend but Charlie you know Taylor. What? I think it gives him all they want is a, a a bit of high energy and a bit of excitement. Right. I think yeah. if you're a Palace fan, you're just looking for a little bit of. Uh, uh, excitement and just some something to cheer for, which they felt so F- dead for a while. From an FPL perspective, obviously Johnston came back in goal. I think there's been a lot of love for yeah, him earlier yeah, in the season, yeah, yeah. But uh, not for now. But I don't know what price he'd even be at now. Is he dropped? I'm going to have a quick cheeky look, not but, sure. but I don't see where I would ever go to. James to also him. said that for FPL Richards at 3.9 million, he's likely to stay in the team as one of the centre backs. I don't, I don't know what circumstance I'm buying. A I just think later Palace in the player. season, you never know if you need like an enabler or something, right? It's one to keep. Yeah, and they're never going to play him. No, probably not. I'm not going to play him. Right, they've got what Burnley at home, then they're away at Tottenham, but then Luton at home. I think Luton will score. Yeah. I think Luton are on the second longest scoring streak in the league. Really? Do oh, you know wow. who's top? Uh, is it Arsenal? Tottenham. Oh. Is it Arsenal? Is it Arsenal? You should know, Yancy. It's Tottenham. But Luton. So Luton at Palace, you'd back Luton to score. Then they've got Newcastle. It's not. It's not the best run for Palace. I don't. I don't see myself wanting to get into to Palace at the moment. And look, let's see. Um, new manager bounce or new manager welcome to the Premier League. This is the toughest league in the world. We don't know how it's going to play out for them. Yeah. Um, DCL. DCL is now the biggest XG underperformer in the league by some distance. Yeah, he's not. That is a league that contains Darwin Nunes. And Nicholas Jackson, I'm sure, is oh, in yeah, there. Yeah, that's true as well. Sorry, Mr. Jackson. Um, that's some statement in this league yeah. where you've got some uh, <laughs> hit-the-post monster in um, uh, Darwin Nunes or whatever. So, I mean... <laughs> DCL, I don't know. I would never even consider him for my FPL team at the moment. No, but obviously there were periods in the last two, three years where he was a bit of an FPL darling, wasn't he? And yeah. he went his price nice has been cheap. He's still cheapy enough. Yeah. I just think if you were ranking strikers right now, I mean, Haaland's there. Watkins has been flying. Solanke with a double balls. coming up. Nunes is doing all right. Rasmus Hoyland now has yep. put his hat in the ring and he's doing well. Um, Ivan Tony is obviously back and whilst Brentford have got a couple more tough fixtures at some point. Yeah, he's there, been he's returning, hasn't he? Um, I don't know if you'd throw... What's wrong with Jesus? He's injured, right? Yeah, I know, but how long? Uh, they've not given a time. Okay, still. so we don't know if he's never going to be back anyway. But there's and Alvarez, obviously, still like people might have bought Alvarez. It's like me at six, six and a bit. Dominic Sankey don't get anywhere close to to any FPL team at the moment. Um, Calvert-Lewin. Calvert-Lewin, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Calvert-Lewin. <laughs> don't put people off Solanke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, DCL. Dominic's and getting my Dominic's uh, yeah DCL I, I just don't see where you would even even look at it um, uh, just looking at even oh Cunha's injured now but Carl Morris has been doing alright there, there, there's uh, there's too many options to, to even be looking at Everton there um, so yeah I, I just think both of those teams is they need a little bit of something to fight for or play for or get the fans excited a little bit it doesn't feel that way no yeah. Everton, like if you are an Everton fan or uh, wanting a bit more of an understanding of what's going on at Everton, uh, I would say that we are recording a Patreon pod today, Money in Football, on the takeover, the 777 Partners takeover, which it's crazy that it feels like it was announced in September, which is now five months ago, mm. with a view to let's get this takeover done by December. 
And these guys whacked in the best part, 180, 190 million pounds into the club. And yet we're now coming up to March and we don't know what's going on. Yeah. Well, we know there's Not a lot of dodgy stuff there. going on. So uh, we're going to be doing a money in football on Everton. So if you're an Everton fan or interested in that kind of stuff, definitely uh, think about heading over to patreon.com forward slash planet FPL if you want to, you know, sign up and support the show. Um, but yeah, they, they can't be... They've got to be looking over their shoulder a little bit, right? I think they are, yeah. A little bit. I think, still think they'll be all right. I still think they'll be all right because I do think everyone's now just fighting for one relegation spot because Burnley and uh, Sheffield United are really falling away. Yep. But, um, look. But Palace could get dragged into that as well. Palace and Forest yeah. are still in, in danger. Forest have been scoring goals and getting points recently, but they're all, they're all in and about it. I think it's going to be one from four. Now, so um, yeah, Everton will want to start getting some points on the board. They do have a half decent goal difference down there, so defensively they haven't been that bad. But let's see. Tuesday night, Manchester City one, Brentford nil. Yeah, and I think this is one where scoreline is probably a little bit. City, City, City had chances. They should have won that game. Yeah, they should have won that game Uh, comfortably. And sorry. They did win that game. So when I say I should, they should have won that game, they deserve to win that mean. game is yeah. what I mean. There was not a case of like they nicked it or what have you. And to be honest, Brentford are the... Like, they're coming to our place. Monday night, yeah. And I'm dreading it because you just know what a pain in the butt <laughs> they are, yeah. I think XG 2.45 versus 0.35 for wow. City says it all, right? Yeah. 70% possession, 25 shots, control the game. Controlled the passes, should have, could have scored more um, and didn't, which is very hard to do against Brentford yeah. because they're just the they pain make it in difficult, your ass, yeah. man. So City, for them to have that level of control, a 1-0 at home to Brentford is not just like a, a nicked it 1-0. It's decent. They've controlled this game well and, and come out of it. I just think there's swathes of disappointment for fantasy owners. Yeah. The, Take your pick. Where do you want yeah, to start with it? Yeah. De Bruyne? Uh, I didn't go got, there, so it's not my pain, so I don't care. I think a lot of people did, though. I saw a lot of people on Twitter yeah, going understandable. for Yeah, uh, Johnny Pringle, our City correspondent, tweeted did yesterday, the day before. I don't know, but he said uh, something along the lines of, uh, I've seen enough with KDB, it's time for the crown king Egyptian king so I think he's he's advocating Salah over KDB at the moment hamstring niggles the thing is he was out for so long he came back he did well you just don't want to yeah they're just going to they're still in the Champions League still in the FA Cup Um, the league is by no means anywhere close to um, done and dusted we're down to what 13 games left now yep there or thereabouts, yeah. It's it's going to go to the wire. Yeah, yeah. you can't sit so. between Arsenal, Liverpool, and, and City. One of them, what one could get left trailing. Yeah, I don't think two would get left no, trailing. I right? agree with that. I think one so will get f- one could get cut off a little bit, but not two. And it's going to go down to the last three or four games. So why why risk it with KDB when you know he can come up towards uh, towards the end of the season? So um, yeah. They, they did well, controlled it, comfortable, 1-0, no problem. I think for Brentford, look, Visser came in for Mope. I was quite surprised Mope had been playing as a front two with uh, Tony. Why? Because they're like free, front three, right? Tony is a lone striker and Bumo on the right and whoever on the left, um, whether it be Wisser, was what they were used to do. Obviously, Bomo has not been in the yeah. team for a while. Mopez, right? He scored a few goals and done a few shazzy celebrations, but it's still he never still makes me think. All right, you're a decent Premier League striker. Yeah, I think he's never okay. got enough volume of uh, output to say right. You know, you're you're good enough at this level for a top half team. I think that's his level, just around Brentford. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he didn't make it at Brighton particularly well, did he? I wouldn't say so. No. Um, yeah. So. Uh, I think Brentford will will be quite. You go to City and you only lose one nil. That's also a bit it, of an achievement, yeah. isn't it? Really, and I think they'll. I've, I do think they'll beat West Ham on Monday quite comfortably. I mean, if you're holding a Brentford asset, you you hold right through, and yeah. there's no reason to be moving off them. And, and no, re- and it's a, a curious one. What would you do with your? What city have you got? I've got Fod- Edison, Foden, and Holland. Okay, so Edison uh, is a lock, and Foden, and uh, Holland's a lock. 
Uh, yeah, so Edison was more. I've got Ariola as my second keeper, so for twenty nine, yeah. I'm just gonna go yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Edison's a lot, Collins a lot. You don't have any rotation or uh, ch- change issues really. Foden no, would be the only one, but Foden again, he, I mean, he played in the middle of the park, running the running game, it, right? Yeah. So it, he's undroppable at the well moment. At the yeah, went around the keeper and just hit. He the is side undroppable net. at the moment in terms of form, but you know this is Pep. Uh, it is Pep, but yeah, I think when he's playing, do you have like any this, fear that he wouldn't play? Yeah, of course they always do with really? um, City people. Yeah. But I'm looking to sell him anyway in probably 27, 28 because to I go get where to Sun, uh, Sunny, yeah, yeah. So going bold. Well, I think it's more they have a fixture in twenty nine, and City potentially won't. And City, are, like I won't do it now when they got Bournemouth or nah. Spurs have a blank. But the week after that, I'm looking at that City have United yeah. at home, Liverpool away, and then Spurs have Palace at home, Villa away. Which it's not, uh, it's probably not the best entry because City can score in any game. But it's more just planning for 29. That's what I'm eyeing up, and then I'll probably sell Holland in 29 for Tony or something. Um, I know James made a good point on the main pod about like be careful of the value you've got tied up and stuff, but. I don't care about value when I play fantasy. Like I sold Palmer without hesitation. I'll just, yeah. I'll, Figure it out. I'll buy them back later if I want them. What about you? Uh, I've got Holland, uh, Alvarez, Foden. I'm not selling any this week. No, it's not, not my week, problem no. this week. But Alvarez to Solanke will go. And I'll just okay. keep keep, just keep it going with Foden, others. yeah, for now. I, I don't think he's going to get dropped no, uh, at the moment. So uh, Let's talk about last night's game. Liverpool 4, Luton 1. Luton yeah. must be loving it in the first half. Um, and then got slapped up in the second half, to yeah. be honest with you. But this is, I mean, to be fair, Liverpool, no Alisson, no Trent, no Shaboshlai, no Jota, no Nunes, no Salah. Yeah. Those are all first-choice players, a six. To come back and win 4-1 after being... First-choice players. I think if we get if we get to the end of the season and Liverpool win the league, which is very possible, I think what they have done at Anfield this year is going to be phenomenal. Yeah. I feel like, I wish they had, they do have a talisman in Salah. He hasn't been around for a little while. But I do feel like now, Liverpool at Anfield, I've, I think captaining Salah over Holland, where, wherever, whatever Holland's doing, is yeah. a realistic punt to take. You do you know. feel like... At Anfield, I nev- I'm never going to back them to lose for the rest of the season. Really? They're just that good. I think yeah. they'll be City there I think as it's well. more the volume that they create. Like You feel like it's there's crazy. a, a two-goal minimum in there for them. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, what they do is frightening. Yeah. Comeback, right? James is saying 17 shots in the second half, 10 on target, XG of two. Yeah. It's big. That's nuts. Um, it's, it's big. And the some of the fringe players, I think, have really kind of sort of stepped up, right? So uh, Harvey Elliott coming in and filling Salah's shoes. He's decent. He plays well. Um You've got Watara Endo now, who felt like a the jury a panic was out. Buyer, yeah, it was season, like, yeah. oh, we're dropping a hundred million on Caicedo or whatever. We can't get him, or we can't get this player, or we can't get him. Let's just get Watara Endo. He'll fill a hole. But he's been all right the last couple of games. You know, um, I mean, I'm a Sky player. We look at tackles and passes, and he's been doing all right. And what okay. have you said? So they've got. Um, they've got some decent players. McAllister's been suspended and injured bits and pieces this season, but he's come back and done well, picked a couple of assists the other day or attacking returns and what have you. So Boschler still to come back into the team. Their depth is solid, right? Nunes is out this weekend. Fine. Gakpo plays or whatever. Um, They've really got depth. And that was the one thing I didn't think they had at the start of the season. Yeah, I think in offensive areas, I knew that depth. It was more like how they've coped in other areas has been really impressive. And that's what you look at their running. I think on paper, they probably have the best running of the three going for the title. And For right back, does Bradley weaken them? I think he's been brilliant. Exactly. Uh, okay. I think he's so good. Robertson's out. Joe Gomez got to play left back. Does it really? Does it? No, they them? tweak it accordingly. It's not uh, yeah. hugely. Quanza kids come in right, and he's he's solid. He's been all right. I, I, I yeah. I think there's they've secretly hiddenly yeah secretly under the radar suddenly built some depth. That you're like fair play. Um, I would say with Luton, talking about Luton, there was a point when they were one nil yesterday. Uh, and I was listening to it on the radio. I took the kids training and I was like, actually, you know what? If I had the time and really bothered using Twitter, I would have liked to put it on a tweet. I love it when people say, I tweeted this. Or tweet. I, I think Go a lot on, what, of things that I never actually tweet. 
at the start of the season, couldn't give two shits about Luton. So stay up, go down, take your shit Kenilworth Road down with you, not bothered. Come to the Premier League or not. Like I have no care. If they stayed up, whatever. Okay. If they got relegated, whatever. I'm not bothered about Luton Town whatsoever. They, I don't think they will, would offer anything to the Premier League. I thought they'd be just some whipping boys, maybe. It's a real step up, yeah? Yeah. I'm going to sneeze in a second. We're not even talking about Arsenal. <coughs> Bless you. But, like this Burnley, we're being talked about as, let's what Styles company going to bring. Yeah, yeah. I ain't going to eat my words. I want Luton to stay up. Yeah, I do as well. They have won me over... I think I think Rob Edwards is solid. I actually like the fact that Ross Barkley's had his second lease of life. Might be a third or fourth it's lease of life. The whole story is a football club as well. It's I, like I look at the, the squad. Thing. I see players there that are not um, prima donnas, but doing a good job. Yep. The likes of Ogbené. You've got Lakonga there, yeah? Mm-hmm. On loan. He's balling out there. After the Man United game, it was like... Um, Oh, it was a world-class performance. I don't know about that. I don't think I saw anyone say that, but uh, I think he played well. It depends where you go to read yeah. stupid headlines. But then obviously he only played half the game now. Yeah. So there's a bit of a problem for them where he's gone off. But as an Arsenal fan, you're looking at Lokonga there and you're like, okay, fair play, go and get your experience. Would yeah. you want it to come back or are you happy to let him go? Uh, I think a lot of Arsenal fans had probably written him off, but I think he's talking, he's playing himself back into a conversation as a squad player, but... I think it's just nice to see because he came as a promising talent. He kind of lost his way at Arsenal and it's nice to see him playing with a smile on his face and actually contributing to a Premier League team. So, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, look, it's all well and good for Luton, right? That they've been doing well, but they did just lose to Liverpool. They did just lose to Manchester United, which you think they'd lose. They lost to Sheffield United. They gave That's United a good go. Though. Three defeats in a row and then it was a draw before that. So one point in four means that where mm. are they in the relegation zone. Uh, they got Man City in the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. You'd suspect that they're going to get slapped up with that. And then Aston Villa come to town afterwards. So they've still got some difficult fixtures there. Um, and points on the board, there's everything now for the, them. But the next stretch is big for them. Yeah, like you say, Villa at home, but then Palace away, Bournemouth away, Forest at home. I think they're going to be looking at that block of three. Even the fourth with Villa at big coming to Kenilworth Road. I think that will be a huge like season-defining period for them. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Cool. Uh, that's the three games that we've had. Uh, in terms of stuff for the weekend, um, who are you going to captain? Holland. I, uh, I've seen a lot of people, uh, well, people asking, should I go Saka? Should I go Holland for me? This game's simple. Just keep it on robot, man. I think City will create chances. And yeah, I feel comfortable with him. How about you? Ollie Watkins. You're going Watkins? Who have they got to again? Forest. Okay. Have you, and you got Holland? Yeah. And you didn't even hesitate there? Uh, I did hesitate, but I've made my decision earlier. Okay. And I'm going to stick with my decision. I'm 1.1 1. 1 million. Thought, what's man. the thought process? Oh, is it literally that? Yeah. I'm 1.1 million. It's a home fixture for Aston Villa. He he picked up a couple of goals last week. So he's kind of, he's never been out of form. Yeah. But he's definitely. What do you think the score will be? Villa Forest. Villa Forest. I think they could win 3-1. What do you think the score will be? City Bournemouth. 2-0 maybe City. All right. 2-1, something like that. I don't think they're going to smash them. No. I think it's City playing the numbers always a lot come with, with the asterisk caveat. Any game, any time. They could pop off. They'll pop off, yeah. But I, I just feel like, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Ollie Watkins. Because this is like, obviously, being the blank game, we go with a differential captain and it goes off. Yeah, yeah. Could you be could huge, fly. right? Um, so, yeah, I think I'm going to go with uh, Ollie Watkins. For anyone that is thinking Saka over Holland, like I can't really talk them out of it because I know there are people asking it. And I know Arsenal lost last night to Porto, but I think the Champions League... It's a way it, tie. You're going to come home second leg. You know you can still smash them at home. I wouldn't say and smash will, them. But you will probably I've, beat them at home. Yeah, but I think it's more what I was trying to get to there is like the Champions League and the way the games go there is quite different. To yeah, but I, 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 I saw that result. I was like, it's, it's irrelevant. Arsenal are going to beat them at home. Uh, I would agree, but... You could... Look, I can maybe say I'm being uh, overly complacent about it. But I think Arsenal will beat them at home. I don't know, you know, Newcastle... So this is Newcastle a, at home. Well, this is what over 
over Forest at home. Oh, so this is why, personally, I wouldn't. But yeah. there's, I'm seeing a lot of people talk about it. And Do you I mean know it's recency bias? I think there's definitely an element of that. And why I want to just say a little bit of caution. Like, people are saying Newcastle have been giving up chances freely recently, which is a fair point. But I think if you look at the type of opposition Newcastle have been playing, the game state goes accordingly. I think Newcastle are going to come to the Emirates. They're going to make it tough. James even said possibly a back five. I think they're going to park the bus, pack out the middle. Tr- Porto's game plan last night, have the game played for 51 minutes, fouls galore. Newcastle are going to make it tough. So I don't think it will be as free-flowing for Arsenal as the West Ham game was, the Burnley game was. Uh, I still think Arsenal will create enough to win the game. Yeah, But I don't think it will be what people are expecting because of how Newcastle have been leaking chances recently. No, no. Yeah, uh, I, that's why I think Holly Watkins with the home fixture. Yeah, I don't Forest, hate that. I think he's the one that I'm potentially probably going to go with. Um, Saka's penalties, people always try to factor that into their captain, whereas with Villa, it's going to be Douglas Luiz who's going to take the penalty, assuming if he's on the pitch and what have you. Um, yeah, the one other talking point, I mean, James talked about uh, is... Wolves assets. Yeah, people are getting excited about Wolves assets. Yeah, but they've got two good fixtures. I need to remind myself. So Sheffield United at home. Yeah, then they've got away game. Then they're home uh, to Fulham afterwards. Yeah, so Sheffield United at home, Newcastle away, then Fulham at home. Those two home games. Those two home games. They are And also, Huang, 5.5 million, right? He's cheap as chips. Yeah. He's cheap as chips. If I was to go to to Huang from Jota, then when I come back to go for Salah, I could do it maybe from um, uh, Socek instead, who's thinking on my team right but now. But then would so. you would you be advising people to go there considering the uncertainty of whether they blank or not in 29? Because this is the classic case of they've got some decent upcoming fixtures before you know on if there's a blank, right? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Would I advise people to go for it? That was a uh, bad I mean, question. To yeah, it's, it's, there's too many variables. It's all to do with um, who, how many players have you got? Where's your, what's your rank? Are you like me? outside the top million where you think, you know what, let's have a bit of a punt and chase something. Are you being defensive? Are you playing mini leagues? Yeah. What's your strategy for your chips? There's so many variables. For me, like if I was to buy a Wolves attacker, it would be Huang. It would be Huang over, <coughs> over Neto. Same. And I would definitely go attacking Wolves over defensive Wolves yeah. because the, the two home fixtures, Sheffield United and Fulham, I'd be looking for goals galore in there. I could easily see Huang picking up two, three goals in the next three games. Yeah, I can as so, well. I don't mind that. Neto is always there or thereabouts. The problem with Neto is that um, any game he's going to just get injured. So I don't want that in my life. I think yeah. Huang is where I would go, go and, with him. And like we said earlier, for Wolves-Bournemouth to be a blank in game week 29, it requires Wolves to either beat Brighton or Bournemouth to beat Leicester. So in my opinion, that's quite likely to be a blank. Now, Brighton will beat Wolves. Bournemouth to beat Leicester. Leicester top of the league? Yeah. Smashing but it in the championship right now? I think one of those would happen. 
Wolves beating Brighton or Bournemouth yeah, Leicester. Yeah, potentially. Um, but this is it, right? Do we lose sight of what we have right here in front of us right now? Exactly. For these bloody blanks and doubles. And that's why I moved off my trip. Like, I could have been planning towards 29, but I wanted to move off triple Arsenal defence to get on Saka because I saw Burnley, Sheffield United, Newcastle at home. And I think it's just a case of you can't always just ignore the two free games in front of you for what's fourth. Yeah, agreed, agreed, agreed. Cool. Uh, Shall we look on the internet uh, (laughs) for some questions? Yeah, does it have to be... On planet FPL, or can it just be the wide internet? Well, of let's see. No, we can't look on the entire internet, mate. We have to look here. I've got uh, one here. Send in. James has said, send in your questions. Such will cover a couple, maybe. And the way he's phrased that, we have a grand total of four people that have bothered asking. Yeah, they saw Such and Clayton doing it. Yeah, they're like, nope. Yeah, 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 yeah. Forget about <laughs> it. We cannot be bothered. Javo says one for Such following the Hamanos podcast. Patreon pod, which we did uh, yesterday, whinging about West Ham. If West Ham somehow win the Europa League, will Moyes get a new contract? Surely not. What do you think? If if West Ham win the Europa League, Moyes should get a statue. Yeah, but a contract? And a contract. Okay. Moyes should get a statue. And I would ha- be happy with that. Yeah. A manager to win two consecutive trophies, European trophies, in two seasons at West Ham, when we win one trophy every 30 or 40 years, yeah. I believe David Moyes should get a statue okay. and a contract. I think the job title should be something like uh, uh, in the boardroom, not managing the team anymore, but give him a contract for Director something. Of football. Yeah, man. But it ain't going to happen. So, you know, Java is a, the most hypothetical question that you could possibly ask uh sw says uh will we have clarity on when bournemouth will double 34 versus 37 prior to game week 27 uh the fa cup round five would be concluded and quarters drawn considering a 27 28 wild card to triple bournemouth as high likelihood of double in 37 hoping your predictor proves to be somewhat accurate i've got a tasty draft plan i think the problem with that is, uh, yeah, let's wait and see if they go through or don't go through. Yep. Dictates whether or not they will have a double and who that double would be against. We could Sh- even cheat here and just read out what James has said. <laughs> has he replied? He's uh, he sent a little message, yeah. Should- Where? On WhatsApp. Oh, did he? Directly to me. <laughs> Should I just pretend? Uh, no, no. Okay. Let's see what I say first. Okay, and let's see if it's the same. The problem with 34 and 37 from what um, we've been talking about up till now is we don't know which week they're going to be able to play. Yeah. The double's going to go in. So it could go in 34 or could go in 37. So it's a wild card in 27, 28, with triple Bournemouth to then hold them for 10 weeks it's for the other double. Um, I don't know what their fixtures are like in between, but it's 10 games. So there's going to be some good, some bad in that yeah. time, right? Let's look at it. From 27, they got Burnley, Sheffield United, Luton is the double. Everton, Palace, Luton, Good. Man United, uh, Villa, Brighton, Arsenal, bad. Uh, and then you get to the Brentford game in, in 37. Yeah. So you've got four good and four bad. When you get it's to that bad run, period. when yeah. you get to that bad run of United, Villa, Arsenal and so on, you're going to look at it and think, do I want them for that run? So, yeah. um, But in, the answer to the question, when will we know? It won't be 427. No. Because... Uh, we need to know what happens with the quarters and what the... Well, we know what the quarters is going to be, but they might get knocked out in the quarters. Yeah. The, whoever they play in 34, 37 I'm impressed with not. the answer. Uh, James's was, in short, no. A favourable quarterfinal draw would make 37 more likely for a double. If not, Wolves-Bournemouth would basically be 50-50 for where it goes. We'll discuss next Thursday on the chip pod. Well done, Suj. Tidy. Uh, last question of the show. Goes to Ryan, who in your mind are the most necessary players in the sense that you may not have to field 11 players, but you must have these players to at least get by for this blank game week? For this one? Yeah. So obviously, uh, Holland, City, Holland is, is 100% yeah, up there, right? I thought, well, it's, it's only Spurs, Liverpool, Luton, Chelsea blanking, so I don't think there's many drivers. Yeah, but I mean, if you had to pick four or five players, I think, look, Ollie Watkins at home yep. to Forest. For me, is a must. Agree. Hauling the way at Bournemouth. Yep. Is a must. I think some of the 
Arsenal boys. Well, here's the thing, right? So I don't own any Arsenal. None. So do I think Saka is a must? Probably. I would say, yeah. But then am I going to go to get... I'm not going to go and get him. So no. how much of a must do I really think he is? Yeah, fair. If I'm not... Like, I've got Jota sitting there with the flag and I've got the money to go and buy a Saka. And I'm not going to do it. So how can I then turn around and say... It's a must. It's a must. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, so would I... If I was selling Jota now, would I buy Saka or would I buy Huang? Well, I don't know what you would do. I, I, might I, would, get, I would get Saka. I might get Huang because yeah. of the money it frees me up to go from yeah. Socek to exactly. Salah further down the road. Yeah. So, But home to Sheffield United, is Huang a must? No. But then next week, Arsenal have Sheffield United themselves. So who is a must then this week? I think this is where I... Just, Brighton at home to Everton. It's like Would you, you say, say Matoma or something? No, no. I think like you've already said, it's your Haulands, uh, Ollie Watkins. And yeah, fuck, I'm going to throw... I think Arsenal, I think Saka is a must to cover because of EO, all of that stuff. What is his ownership? Bukayo Saka. I'm going to tell you 61.8%. Wow, that is... Uh, I don't think it's a must, but it would be interesting to see Ma- Man United at home to Fulham as well. Yeah, the well... Hoyland's in. The only thing I would yeah say, I was going to come on to Rasmus Hoyland. Again, he's not a must because how he's not top three or four priority for strikers. Palinho is suspended for Fulham. Yeah, good point, actually. Anytime he doesn't play, it's a problem for yeah. Fulham. So, And he's suspended for two games. So it's Man United and Brighton at home. So like the week after, if you were going to go to a Brighton asset now, you're saying, all right, they've got Everton at home and then they've got a Fulham without a Palinho next week. Would you even consider maybe a Mitoma or something like that? Uh, As a consideration. Yeah. Let me remind you, you know what the score was at the weekend for Brighton, yeah? 5-0. Yeah. They were, yeah. Suddenly, you, think, you look at it like that, you're like, oh, maybe that'll be interesting. Yeah, um, there was a red card in there, obviously, but yeah. Yeah, but they, they, they can do that, Brighton. So I don't know. I, I think it's really interesting who is a must. I do think at that 61% ownership, you're right around Saka. Yeah, I did Honestly, I'm actually quite surprised at that, that team selected by uh, for Bukayo. I thought it'd be in the 30s or 40s. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just looking here. In terms I of feel like it, the around. narrative around him this season from an FPL perspective has been interesting. He's just been ticking along, like very consistent. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I can't consistent check Consistent, but not explosive. Yeah. This is it. But then also, but if you look at the total when do you ever scored? captain Saka? You hardly do. And do you know the few times that people have, like Sheffield United, have been let down. Get have been let down. Uh, he's the third highest point scorer in the game this yeah. season. Yeah, and 61.8% ownership Compared to the second highest midfielders, Cole Palmer, thirty-five wow. percent ownership. Uh, in strikers, you got Holland at seventy-four, Watkins at fifty, then it drops to Alvarez at twenty-five. So, if we were just looking at um, ownership alone, that's it. It's yeah. Saka, Watkins, Holland, and Holland. Defensively, trips at forty-two. But they're away at, away at Arsenal, Arsenal where sure. we're saying that Saka's a must. So what's he worth? Villa defender, and maybe they're on Saliba. the rise. Forrest at home. 38% for Saliba. Yeah. who That's pretty high ownership as well. Uh, yeah. If, if, you, if you've got a way of getting to a Moreno or a Torres or if you really want a Matty Cash or whoever, sure. But yeah, I would only put it down to those three players, really. And then everything else is kind of spread a little bit, so you must be able to cover cover yourself off somewhere, really. Yep. Agreed. Tidy. We did it. We survived. Uh, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Well, this week's the second half of this week's episode of the main show where we covered off these three games. Tomorrow, we're going to be back at you with another show. I'm going to tell you what it's going to be. Yeah, I was just going to ask what we did. <laughs> because obviously with James's uh, injury status being red flagged, uh, we're going to do, normally James does a live stream called Ask James. We're going to do Ask Sergeant and Clayton. Okay. Not as a live stream. We're just going to record it. Uh, so I'm going to get a, a tweet out from James for questions for us. Nice. If you want it to be FPL, great. But if you don't, By even that, better. doesn't want FPL. Even better. We're just going to sit here and have a laugh tomorrow uh, and answer some of your questions, whatever they may be. So Ask Sergeant and, uh, so and Clayton tomorrow. Um, 
differential show tomorrow preparing for the weekend we've yep. got a deep dive money and football into everton today if you want that additional content patreon.com forward slash planet fpl um and uh, other than that thank you for tuning in make sure you put loads of nice stuff on the internet about this show so that uh so that james doesn't feel like you know we're letting the team down or whatever else or that we can keep him away for even longer you know <laughs> greatest episode ever would be nice uh what else could they say and that would do it. Though the, the, the quality of looks on the show has increased by three hundred percent. Wow, this is now the best looking FPL pod going. Uh, all of that kind of stuff. That's what we want, isn't it? Indeed. Or use the hashtag Bring Back James. Stay <laughs> I safe. Think we're gonna get that. Ciao for now. Cue music, please, Manchild. Sports Social Podcast Network.